0: Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another Motivational Moment in the Morning. Today is Friday, January 29, 2016. Thank you all so much for have joined us every day this week. We are here Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. Thank you all so much for always sharing, for inviting the calls are growing day by day, and we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, we ask that throughout the call you post your notes on social media uh, by either tagging us in it or using the hashtag when dreams collide. And that way we can flood social media with positive things that's going to help individuals enhance their day. couple of things we want to make mention of, mark your calendar for February 27th. 2016, we're going to be headed to East Elmhurst, New York, and that, if you're in that area on the East Coast, you want to make sure you're there. My husband and I will be hosting a Win Dreams Collide workshop. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Uh, this is where we cover a lot of business things, uh, mindset things, uh, and a personal development area so that you can grow and stretch and just become a better person. We're going to be talking about going from concept to commerce how uh, you take the concept, the idea that's in your brain, and profit from it, put some commas in your bank account as a result of it, how to profit from your uh, your purpose. Uh, we're going to talk about the laws that govern sowing and a reaping, uh, the business of relationships, presentation mastery, and so much more. So you want to make sure you're in the house for that. WilkinsEvents.com is where you can go to get details, tickets, and information. We'll be in New York February 27th, and then also March 5th, March 5th, ladies, we'll be having our first Straight Talk Women Talk in part session, different from the intensive, in that it's going to be uh, classroom style, no more than 50 women, myself and Dr. Lita Bruce will be in Dallas, Texas, March the 5th at the Hampton Inn there, so make sure you go on over to straighttalkwomantalk.com to to see the details and the information, the recap video from the intensive will be posted momentarily, Uh, there's photos from the intensive that are there as well. And then details in regards to the Dallas in part session. We want to roll up our sleeves, get close with you. Uh, so all of those things that you've been carrying, we can show you step-by-step-by-step by step by step how you can release them. So we're looking forward to coming to Dallas, Texas on March the 5th. Straight Talk, talk.com is where you can go get the details, tickets, and information and everything for that. All right, folks, we are ready to rock and roll on this morning. Remember, up your social media pages, post your notes, tag us in it, uh, write down your notes on your pen and paper as well. If you're driving, put in your Bluetooth. My husband is here, ready to rock and roll. So, honey, come onto the line and say good morning to our VIPs.
1: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from that thought today, the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. I know it has become trite and a cliche for many of us, when we hear or when we go through the vicissitudes of life and we start to experience setbacks in our plan. And, uh, you know, sometimes we attempt to comfort ourselves with, uh, with this word that the best is yet to come, but very seldomly, if ever, do most people even understand it, equate it, or even position it to be the truth in their life. I was talking with a pastor friend of mine on yesterday, Pastor Dennis, and I know he's on this call. He called me and he gave me a word that I had already had in the basement of my soul. He was reading out a scripture to me, which is found in Proverbs nineteen twenty one. And I want you to read that when you get a moment. This is written by Solomon, the wisest man that ever lived. Solomon, Solomon, the wisest man that ever lived. Solomon, the richest man that ever lived. By the way, he never even asked for the wealth. He only asks for the wisdom. See, if you get wisdom, wealth will follow it. But this is what he said in Proverbs 19:21. He said, many of the plans in a man's heart, pause, many of the plans in a man's heart. You know, your heart has nothing to do with what's beating in between your chest cavities. That's not the heart that that scripture is referring to. The heart it's referring to is your inner man, your inner being, your inner woman, your subconscious mind. Write it down. Your subconscious mind. Sub is a gra- it's a grammatical construct. Uh, sub means below. Sub means below, like submarine. So subconscious. Conscious means awareness. So when we talk about the subconscious mind, we're talking about the, the mind, the consciousness that you hold deep down, below in the innermost pits of your life. This is where you reason. With yourself, this is where uh, yes, the truth slips down into a truth, and that is that truth that is a truth is what becomes the truth for you in your subconscious mind. It's where you meet with yourself to validate what is true for you and what's true about you. Can I also suggest something to you parenthetically? Validation is for parking. Write that down, please. Validation is for parking. It ain't for people. In other words, what we get so convoluted on is attempting to get the validation from other people about our life. But I want to tell you the best is yet to come. He says, many other plans in a man's heart, but only God's purpose for that man will prevail. But only God's purpose for that man will prevail. So what it's essentially saying, ladies and gentlemen, is that you have plans. <laughs> I have plans. What do you do when your plans, what you've planned for, uh yeah, what you've prayed for, what you've planned for and what you've worked for doesn't show up? What do you do when what you've prayed for, you've planned for and you've worked for, does not happen? It tells you many other plans. In a man's heart, but only God's purpose. What's that word purpose? I want you to write it down. Purpose means original intent, the original intent. So God has an intention for you. He has an intention for your life. If you were to really track back over your life, many of the things that you had to experience, the pitfalls, the vicissitudes, the setbacks, the, the, the reneging, All of those things have worked out to place you right where you are. But if it was up to you, you wouldn't have gone that route. Why? Because you had plans. Would you write this down? Purpose is more powerful than plans. Purpose is more important than your plans. Purpose is more important than your plans. And purpose will always precede plans. Purpose is more powerful, purpose is more important, and purpose will always precede your plans. One author says if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. But you have to understand that if you don't have the purpose right, you get sidetracked by the side shows called distractions because distractions are only those things that you see when you take your eyes off the prize, and here you are, have you ever set a goal? Have you ever set an objective? Have you ever set an intention and it didn't happen the way you expected it to happen when you expected it to happen? And here's what takes place with most people. When their plans that they had don't show up or don't work out exactly how they they planned, Prayed and prepared for it to happen. We we tend to fall into a funk, depression, isolation. We start to have these pity parties. Would you understand something? You can no longer attend any more pity parties, including your own. Yeah, the the pity party sessions are over. The the pity party the pity parties. I don't even accept the invite. I decline to attend because pity parties. Do nothing in the accomplishment of your purpose, but the best is yet to come. I can imagine I can imagine that that great that great leader, Dr. Martin Luther King, as he's talking with President Johnson and telling president johnson you, you've got to do, you, do something you've got to do something, you've got to help us out here and, in Alabama. You've got to make something happen. You've got to sit in the National Guard. You've got to you've got to do something and and so here he is, he and all those leaders that he had. All types of leaders come around when you when you're set on your purpose. God will start to orchestrate various things and people just to cross paths with you. You'll be at a restaurant and somebody will show up just to connect with you. You you'll be going down some road and somebody will show up just to connect with you. Why? Because That's the purpose being orchestrated. See, you can't see, Ah, this is good, please write it down. You can't see the picture when you're in the frame. You cannot see the picture when you're in the frame. And so many a times here's what takes place for us. We're attempting to figure these things out. We're we're attempting to put the pieces together. We're attempting to do all the things that we think we should be doing. But I want to encourage you this morning you got to work like it all depends on you, but pray like it all depends on God. Work like it all depends on you, but pray like it all depends on God. Why? Because many are the plans in a man's heart, but only God's purpose for this man will prevail. A lot of times we get so caught up in the the notion of what could have happened and what should have happened. And we don't realize that what did happen is preparing us for what's about to happen. Did you hear me? Don't get so caught up in what could have and what should have happened that you miss God's complete orchestration of what did happen Hmm. to prepare you for what's about to happen. See, what takes place is this. God knows the beginning from from your end. He's Alpha and Omega. He's the creator. He knows exactly where he has you. He has you there for a specific reason. You may not understand it all right now. It may not feel good all right now. You may cry about it sometimes right now. You may not feel like you can make it at this juncture right now. What takes place when I go through the divorce? What takes place when the business doesn't grow? What takes place when somebody let me down? What takes place when the betrayal shows up? What takes place when the setback, I've had it down and it doesn't fall into place? Sometimes God is saying, the best is yet to come. You see, I want you to write this down. Faith is the birthplace for all miracles. Would you write that down, please? Faith is the birthplace for all miracles. Faith is the birthplace for all miracles. If you want a miracle, you've got to stay in faith. The best is yet to come. Irregardless of what it looks like, the best is yet to come. Irregardless of what it feels like, the best is yet to come. Irregardless of how the plan fell apart, the best is yet to come. Irregardless of if your house burned down. The best is yet to come. And regardless if your car was totaled, the best is yet to come. Even though the bank account may be down to negative, the best is yet to come. If the report came back that you got cancer in your body, the best is yet to come. No matter what they're saying about you, the best is yet to come. It doesn't matter if you've gone through the bankruptcy. The best is yet to come. So what? I lost the house, the best is yet to come. So what the the telephone got cut off. The best is yet to come. So, what I don't look like, what you think I ought to look like, the best is yet to come. So, what it doesn't feel good to me right now, the best is yet to come. So, what I missed the appointment, the best is yet to come. So, what I don't measure up to what you think or what you expected me to measure up, the best is still yet to come. And I stay in faith, and I never get into doubt. I stay positive, and I don't let morsels of negativity continue to spew out of my mouth. I may have a moment, but I can't afford to have a minute of negativity. I may experience a moment of downwardness, but I won't stay in that position for long. I may experience a moment of defeat, but I'm not defeated. Why? Because I know the best. Is yet
0: to come it's on the way ladies and gentlemen it is on the way you know we always have plans and things that we want to to do and to places we want to go and and all of those things and I mean there's time and time and time where we can sit back and look at the path and the journey and say man okay that didn't work out but this did There was always something bigger, better, and greater waiting on. I mean, ladies, think about when you were dating. And if you're married now, look at your husband. And then just do a quick little recap of who you dated before you met him. And you had plans with those gentlemen. You had plans. Maybe somebody before your husband you was deeply in love with, you knew they were the one. You couldn't imagine your life without them. Or, or fellas, you had this, this honey in your life, and, man, she was everything. You just knew you couldn't live without her. And now you look up and you're so glad you are living without them <laughs> because who you have in your life now is so much better, so much better and, and carries a much bigger blessing than who you were dating before. It's just a small thing because when you're, when you're in that moment, when you are when you are in that season, when you are... Uh, pushing for a specific thing, fighting for a specific thing, expecting a specific thing. You can't really see anything else other than uh, that thing. And so when something else happens outside of that, you get upset. You get emotional. You may, like you said, you may have a moment. uh, Some may have a day or a week or whatever the case may be. You know, maybe you were engaged or, uh, you know, on your way to the wedding. Uh, to get married, and the groom or the bride had a different plan. They was like, I ain't doing this. And so now you're just sitting there. You got all these people. You got all this food. You have all this money that you spent on this wedding, and there's still not going to be a marriage to happen. You know, um, whatever it is, maybe you plan on becoming a professional athlete. You, you just knew for a fact. You knew that we would know your name like everybody knows Michael Jordan you knew that. You knew you were just as good, just as awesome. Back in the day, people couldn't tell you nothing. You know, you had scouts coming to your games, and everybody lining up, ready to come and pick you, and, and then life happened. Maybe you made a different decision, and you injured yourself, or you started hanging around the wrong crowd, or you was at the wrong place at the wrong time, and Things happen, and so your plans change. Or maybe you planned on uh, becoming a doctor. You went to medical school. You invested hundreds of thousands of dollars and years after years, decades of your life doing it, and now all of a sudden that's not working out. You, you want to open up a daycare. You know, you want to do something completely different, or you want to go open up a law firm, whatever it is. You had a specific plan, but then the plans changed. Why? Because God's purpose will always prevail what your plan is period. You can plan all you want to. Um, it's been said before, the greatest way to make God laugh is to tell him what you're going to do. <laughs> He's like, oh, you are? Okay, that's cute. I get, okay, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. you going to learn. You're going to see real quick who really running this thing. <laughs> Everything that he wants to happen in your life is already planned and charted out. Our steps are already ordered, okay? So we just have to walk it out. And so a relationship with him, this is where you got to remove religion and the traditions and all those things out the way because they put up walls and blocks and, and you don't get to have the relationship that you could have because you're so concerned with following man's traditions. But when you have a relationship with God and you are in close communication with him and you're constantly talking to him and you're communicating back and forth. You have clarity on that next step to take. You have clarity on where you are. You don't have to call man and say, am I where I'm supposed to be? No, you can just look up to God and it's like, is this where you want me to be? Or, or you just have that peace about where you are, and that's how you know this is where he's placed you to be. You see, where there's favor, there's flow. Where, where there's proper positioning, there's also flow. As well, and so you got to know if if where you are is there flow, is anything flowing, is the business flowing or has it dried up, is there is your relationship flowing or has it dried up, is it, is is your health flowing or is it or is it drying up, and if it's not flowing, then there's some things that you got to do differently in that place. And so that may mean you need to make a shift. You may need to make a transition. You may need to go a different path. Whatever it is, you need to have a strong relationship with God enough to know when he's redirecting you. That way you can discern the time. You can know when it's time to go here or when it's time to go there, when it's time to move, when it's time to pause, or when it's time to run. That way you're not going down the wrong way or going down a one-way street in the opposite direction. You know, the one way street is right, you're going left. It doesn't matter how fast you go, you're not going to get to your destination. Matter of fact, you may crash and run into somebody. In um, Houston, in order to get to Dallas, you got to take I 45 North. It doesn't matter how smart you are, how gifted you are, how talented you are, how cute you are, how much money you have, what your title is, how many degrees you got, and all of that. If you don't go 45 North, you're not going to get there. You can go 45 South all day long. You can pray. You can fast, you can work, and you can work going down 45 south, but you will not get to Dallas because you're going in the wrong direction. Only a fool gets the right directions and still chooses to go the wrong way. Did you catch that? Only a fool gets the right directions and still chooses to go the wrong way. What directions has God given you that you're not walking in? See, that's the challenge with a lot of them. With a lot of people, you think you're just being delayed and denied and distracted and you think the devil attacks you, the devil is busy. He is not that busy. No, you're just not connected to the the creator enough to have a relationship with him enough so you can discern where he's leading you to go. You're steadily going down south when he's telling you you need to be going north. So you may have a plan. You may have a strategy. Uh, You may have been working that plan, but you have to be flexible enough to yield to the Holy Spirit, to yield to the voice of God, to know when he's leading you in a certain place, okay? And so everybody has plans. Adam Adam didn't plan on standing in the garden. That wasn't his plan. He wasn't sitting there strategizing on how he can ruin it all for mankind. No, and neither was Eve. She wasn't looking around like, mm mm-hmm, I like that fruit. I like that fruit. I'm going to eat that one over there and that one over there. No, that was not her plan, but that's what unfolded, okay? Uh, Mary. She didn't plan on carrying Jesus. She was already married. Now she got to go and tell her husband she miraculously got pregnant and she's a virgin. Come on now. Now She would have been on Mari. Y'all know Mary would have been on Mari if she would have went to her husband and said, hey, I'm pregnant. You are not the father. Come on. No. That was not part of her plan, but it was part of God's plan. Job didn't plan on losing everything and everybody he loved. He was living his life. He was happy. He was in a peaceful place. He had money. He had houses. He had cattle. Uh, he had children. He had a wife. He had his health. And and he was happy. He was peaceful. And all of a sudden, everything was wiped away from him. Why? Because it was part of God's plan. It was part of God's purpose for his life. Joseph didn't plan on becoming a prophet. That was not in his cards for him. I mean, uh, Jeremiah. Jeremiah didn't plan on becoming a prophet. That that wasn't in, God, in his plans for himself, but it was in God's plan because in uh, chapter 1, verse 5, he says, before I knew you in your mother's womb, I formed you. Before I formed you, I knew you, and I set you apart to do a specific thing. I set you apart to be a prophet. Okay, so before uh, we were formed in our mother's womb, God knew us. And he already set us apart to do something specific. His, he already had a purpose for us before we had plans, opinions, and anything else. Noah didn't plan on uh, building an ark. <laughs> he was, that was not on his dream board. That was not on his vision, a boat. I'm sure if he did have a boat, it wasn't the kind that God told him to build, okay? Uh, the Apostle Paul, who used to kill everybody who, who worshiped Christ, who believed in Christ, he was a murderer, he was out there, he was just turning out, he, he was... He would have been on Locked Up Raw, okay? He would have been on TV on that show. But he didn't plan on, based on that lifestyle, it was not his plan to be a general in the kingdom. You know, now he's, he's bringing people to Christ. What? Well, who would have thought that? God did. That was his purpose for his life. Abraham didn't plan on pioneering a movement of generations to come and having a child past, child-rearing ages. That was not his personal plan, but it was part of God's purpose. And the ultimate story of all is Jesus. He didn't plan on everything that happened to to him, for him to become the Messiah. That was not his plan for that to happen, but it was God's purpose. It was God's purpose. And so those are just a few stories of all the stories in the word of God, and there's millions more stories in the world of people who had specific plans would have to charter this different path to get into alignment with God's purpose. You may have specific plans, but in that you were going to have to charter a different path in order to fulfill God's purpose for your life. His purpose will always precede your plans, ladies and gentlemen. The best is yet to come. Stories, stories that I've shared on today, every single one of them turned out to be the best for what God has wanted to happen in that time and in that person's life. It's coming. It's it's on the way. You just have to continue to move in the direction that you know is in alignment with God's purpose for your life. The best, ladies and gentlemen, is on its way. It is yet to come. Honey?
1: You hold on to that word. In regardless of what's taking place, regardless of what didn't happen, it, regardless of what people are saying. The best is yet to come. I don't know how it's going to work out. <laughs> I don't know what to, I don't know. There's a place in life that you get to called I don't know. Now, I know all of y'all got plans and you got it mapped out and you have got it orchestrated and all of these types of things. i told you before, in order to lead the orchestra, you must turn your back to the crowd. But we get to this place in our life where we just say, I, man, I, I don't know. One psalmist one says, after you've done all you can, you just stand. After you've done all you can, just stand. What stand mean? S-T-A-N-D. Speak truth and never doubt. Speak truth and never doubt. Stand. S-T-A-N-D. Speak truth. Don't speak facts. Mm -mm. The facts is the current state of a thing. The truth is the original intent of the thing. So sometimes the facts may contradict the truth, but I still lean on truth. Why? Because I've got a peace that passes all understanding. Why? Because truth, uh, the truth will set you free. Speak truth. Don't speak facts. Mm -mm. Speak truth and never doubt. Why can't I have a doubt, Jerry? Because doubt is the birthplace for all tragedy. Doubt is the birthplace for all disasters. I got to stay in, stay out of doubt and stand in faith. Speak truth and never doubt. Why? Because the best is yet to come. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dream.